Welcome to Business and Esports, where we bring the business side of esports to you. I'm your host, Jordan Delibas, and I saw another amazing, amazing article that was labeled, Can the Billion Dollar Esports Industry Get Some Respect? Members of Congress Can Help? Or at least that's what the lobbyists are hoping. Not that long ago, some of the Congress went down and essentially played Rocket League, <laughs> uh, which is not a normal title that you see. And there was talk about how one of the representatives said, I wish I would have had the foresight to invest in this industry many, many years ago. The fact that we are starting to see politicians take notice is a great sight. Colleges right now, there are about 3,000 scholarships being sent out in a total of $15 million from 130 different schools. And this is being recognized from the National Association of Collegiate Esports, which is obviously very esports focused. But what we need to start seeing is, is how we are going to start supporting this from not just the local side, but a federal side. This is a topic that gets looked over very regularly. And I believe that it's something that should be paid attention to. When you think of video games and in terms of how the government affects it, well, one is sports betting. That was a huge one. Maybe a year or two ago, there was a big bunch of news about that. In addition, you have to talk about subsidies. There are a lot of industries out there, including professional entertainment, which are subsidized by the federal government. Does that mean that esports can be subsidized? Well, probably not, at least for a few years. However, what it can do is provide loans and funding maybe five or 10 years down the road for not only teams, but for infrastructure from a federal level. There are sports stadiums all over the country. Many of those are built with government funds in terms of grants or also in terms of direct capital funding. What I like to see is that this is creating jobs and the federal government realizes this. So if there is a demand for esports, esports have several key components, one of them being internet. When you look at the internet, many, many places still do not have high-speed internet. And when you take a look at streaming, you cannot stream with a megabyte of download speed, much less play a game. What's really important is that you also have high upload speeds. There are many that may have 10 or 15 download, but only one or two upload, which is not feasible. When the federal government comes in, they can come in and say, I will grant X amount of dollars in order to fund this project in the name of esports or communication or whatever that may be. Regardless, it's a great opportunity for many construction workers as well as telecom companies. Moving on to the next side is the hardware side. That is your physical device, your computer, your laptop, your smartphone, whatever you may be using. Not only does that provide jobs for manufacturing overseas, but it also does provide jobs for people selling those devices as well as small startups that want to create better and better technology. One thing I'd really like to see moving forward is some government intervention in the name of esports. Many of them may hide behind that because to be fair, if I was a congressman or some sort of a federal representative or even a state level representative, I'm not sure if I want to be pouring funds for money into esports. I would probably label it under the sake of telecommunications or something along those lines or even job creation. When looking over at some of the other areas of the country, there is massive room for opportunity. So this will come in two phases. One is the large cities, Chicago, Dallas, New York, San Francisco, and many other places along those lines. 
After that, you will have Midtown America, which will be places like Albuquerque, where I am from. Anyone from one to three million people, not small, not large, right in the middle. And then the last phase will come in a term of small town America, someplace where high-speed internet is not currently available today. And to be honest, that is where we should be focusing. Why? One reason, low cost of living. If you are a streamer and you currently stream from Los Angeles, your average rent probably runs, even with roommates, well over $1,500. Living by yourself, probably closer to two dollars or $3,000. On a streaming budget, that becomes very tiresome and very expensive. If you're living in, let's just say, some small town America in the Midwest, you can easily have a rent for less than $1,000. However, if you don't have the internet to support that, those towns are already at a disadvantage. Anyways, that is what we want to talk about today was the federal government funding of esports. Hopefully, we'll be seeing more come down the line and more down the pipeline. Please be sure to visit us at businessinesports.com and follow us from wherever you get your podcast from, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else. Once again, this is Jordan signing off.